a world where Toku fans are easy and the wrong figure arts are released for retail. Welcome to our season seven, episode twenty-five. Lasers, or I guess it's just laser, like just one singular. That's all it needs is just a little pew, and he's dead. He killed him with his medical examiner powers. <laughs> Can't believe how deep your betrayal is. You wanted to use evidence to analyze them. You're so evil. <laughs> like I'm like, that really how dare wasn't you? bad. Like that wasn't really a bad thing. I mean, this could actually be helpful. I mean, to be fair, I don't know why he lied either. I don't know why anyone's lying. Why is he dressed like Axel? The world may never know. Neville, know. Neville, Neville doesn't even know. I mean, <laughs> I think, I he runs that whole site. He's going to rue the day, I'll tell you. He'll rue <laughs> the day. Classic Papperman. Total sidebar to start this podcast on. What the hell ever happened to Gibby? I mean, not like where is he, but I mean like just what happened to him. I think he needs help. Does anybody I, besides me follow him on Twitter? I, I follow him. I haven't really paid attention. Like, I've seen multiple images that he's tweeted out that just is a picture of him that says, Mr. Takes Your Girl to Dinner with No Sexual Contact. I'm like, what are you doing, Gibby? You should have done your spinoff. <laughs> I, I think he's lost it. I think they should have done the spinoff, then he wouldn't have had a contractual dispute with himself and gotten the Schneiderverse canned and gone insane. Okay. That's been today's Gibby News. Thank you. <laughs> I do that less frequently now. <laughs> uh, Alright, so... I'm very tired. Uh, but I'm home, and I'm home for the foreseeable future, so that makes no, me not. happy. God. Until three weeks from now when it's like, we're going to record on an earlier day. I'm going on a boat again. <laughs> <laughs> it's either like a casino or a boat or like a, a nationals or a regionals or a sectionals or something or a casino on a boat during regionals regional gambling <laughs> gambling chips gambling chips championships <laughs> on a boat it's on ssn oh Perkins. but speaking of <laughs> regionals and nationals and sectionals <laughs> Uh, we, since I was at my friend's wedding on Saturday, we had our pre-release for the Evolutions expansion on Sunday instead, and holy motherfucking god, we had fucking 56 goddamn people. We had to turn away people because we only had 56 little pre-release boxes. Uh-huh. So we could only have that many people, so we had to turn people away, and we hit our cap of, like, fucking 56 people for a goddamn pre-release. Like these are these are tournaments that generally get like fourteen to twenty people on average, uh, in most locations, and we hit fucking fifty six for whatever reason, and it was insane. Like I'm fucking sitting here, and like of course nobody had like their like player IDs because they were all like new players that are like, oh my god, the old cards, cool, and <laughs> that's what I was about to tell you. It's the nostalgia, Brian. <laughs> And so there's all these new people signing up, and so we had to give everyone IDs and collect their their names and birthdays and everything and sign them up, and then I had to enter them into the computer, and it was it was a lot of work. 
and I was like disgruntled. But it was really cool. We I think we've s pretty much had the biggest pre-release in the area, bar none, from what I can gather by like people posting on Facebook and stuff. So that's really cool. It makes me feel special. But <laughs> that voice now. <laughs> Uh, I got a box for hosting the tournament, and I opened it. It was really cool, and I got a bunch of neat stuff. I got Charizard, so yay, nostalgia. Uh, uh, that was Charizard. I did it. What's wrong with me? What's wonderful? I'm going to go to rehab with Givy. I'll see you later. I just called him Givy, for fuck's sake. I can't even insult myself properly. Uh, Givy's from Earth-19. Where's the bowler at? I got the Keldeo box with the pin. I got the Mega Gyarados <laughs> box with the figure. Uh, I picked up the Mewtwo EX box to, uh, yesterday that has like a jumbo Mewtwo and a promo card. Uh, there's a Charizard and Dragonite one too, but the cards aren't promos. They're just reprints of what's in their set, so I don't really want to get it. But well, those are things that I've picked up. I got plushes of the Alola starters, and they're fantastic. The Chillins. The Chillins. They're I my call children's. them my Chillins. Uh, so, like, I'm really happy about that. I had to, uh, like, ask about them, because I, I went to the GameStop because I was getting a used copy of the new Paper Mario game. And... I would have normally just like went to Best Buy and got like a, a new one for 20% off or whatever their little gamer club thing is, but I have a ton of credit at GameStop <laughs> uh, from when I turned in a bunch of games, so I'm like, well, I kind of just want to get it at GameStop, and I found one I used one, so I'm like, well, okay, that's like the same price as getting like the one from Best Buy or whatever, so it's like, okay, I'll go down there, and there wasn't anything out. Because apparently the plushes are on a palette of like new cards and stuff that uh, yeah come out on the first and so they were in the back they were sellable but they just weren't out and so i went i went through the line and i got the game in the mewtwo set and stuff and i was like well i know that there's plushes of the alola starters that uh are coming out relatively soon because i've got a friend that works at a GameStop in a different state and they got theirs today i got so connections I, <laughs> I got like i know things and so I looked it up on the computer, and they're like, well, they're available. I might have them in the back. Hold on. So we brought them out. I'm like, fuck yeah, children. <laughs> the chillins. And fuck so the chillins. Fuck I the chillins. <laughs> fuck them. Pick them up. It's awesome, does. Uh, other than an excessive amount of Pokemon-related stuff, I've gotten nothing. Oh, awesome. I found fuck some of the, the Dino Charge figures. But... Those are kind of irrelevant compared to Pokemon cards, to be honest. And plushies. Exactly. Plushies. Exactly. I mean, Our you can straight Rowlet's bow tie. I mean, it's adorable. You can just straighten his little bow tie <laughs> and be like, bow ties are cool. Get, get him a little fez. <laughs> <laughs> or a bowler. Um, I don't know why he would want a little more Valderrama. Get him a new bowler hat. He could be the new Valderrama. <laughs> <laughs> Catch gypsy. Um, <laughs> so, mine or my my one-ups are actually pretty similar, just because I basically had to do the same thing and ask him to get it out of the back. Like, I didn't want to go to GameStop because like I haven't gone in years, but like I really wanted the plushies hardcore, and so I was by my usual one that I used to hit on GSG at, 
but it was by Target. I'm like, it's silly to not just go in. I could be like three seconds away from happiness. <laughs> and like, there was like one other dude in there. Like, the, the the guy was checking out when I was like, you know, like a transaction. Not like he's like, damn customer. Uh, like, so I was just kind of like casually looking around to see if it was anywhere and. I didn't want to, like, leave and not buy anything like a weirdo, because GameStop's all small. It's not like Target where you can go in, like, unassumingly not buying anything. It's like, they know you went in there and didn't do anything. <laughs> so, I asked him, and he said, like, it was like, it was like Squirtle Squad gave me a guide to get through this like a video game. Like, A, they have the GameStop. <laughs> B, they might try to tell you it's street-dated. And so, like, I asked him, and he said, uh, yeah, we have them. I thought it was, or it's in the back, he thought it was next month's mythical Pokemon thing. Oh. And uh, so he thought it was street dated. I'm like, I was told this might happen. And I was like, <laughs> giving him that classic Andy Dwyer, like, <laughs> meme look. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's funny how he brought it out because he couldn't figure out how to open it. It was like a classic, how do you open this box? Stabbing kickoff or whatever it was. But then, like, you know, he puts it down on the ground and, like, lifts the whole box up and it was like, like a little presentation. So it was pretty exciting, and while I was there, I managed to, uh, I, like, got my account set back up. It wasn't really, like, not set up, but, like, GSG, like, fucked my account up, and she splintered it um, into two accounts. So when I would pre-order things, it would be fine, but when I come in to pick it up, they were like, yeah, you don't exist. You don't even have an identity. <laughs> so, like, I fixed it. We knew so that already. I wanted to do that, because, like... When the Switch goes up, I want to, like, pre-order it there instead of, like, watching Amazon or something. Because games are easy to pre-order anywhere, but it's, like, I haven't been in a console situation in a while. So, Is yeah, I got Switch? that. What? Oh, I said, Switch? Well, I asked him about the Switch, and he says, like, well, the Nintendo doesn't pre-order yet. I'm like, no, just Astro Switches. But I'm like, <laughs> wouldn't want to pre-order that. Uh, uh, but... I need more Astro Switches. That's the thing we used to do. Um, other than Kevin, that, when you get when you get the switch, you need to put it on the switch rack. <laughs> just do a video of it. <laughs> like, well, this is, console's pretty cool, but I have to give it zero stars. It doesn't even fit on the switch rack. <laughs> There's no number on it. I so. mean, it's too big for the hole. <laughs> That's you know how it is. It's, it's too big for the hole. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I got the Ninja Megazord, and it, it's pretty gorgeous, to be honest. I mean. Doesn't even lean over. It's pretty gorgeist. Exactly. But yeah, I think that's it. So, uh, I got the all the Keldeo stuff for the the month. Uh, that was good, and I got uh. I know what you mean by that that GameStop thing though, because when I went to go get Volcanian. Like, I walked in, and uh, they all know me, so they just kind of went and got me, like, oh, yeah, man, how many do you need? I'm like, oh, four? And I'm like, oh, sweet. And because I don't think someone told me, like, they were um, they were limiting how many you could get or something, or some of them were limiting them. But I just walked in and was like, I need four of these, and they just went and got me four cards. And, like, my GameStop... Um, like move stuff around so that it, it's got all the like the like, actual merchandise in it besides video games. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me just walk around so it's not like I just came in, got these codes, <laughs> and left. You you can you can buy underwear at GameStop. 
it's it's really <laughs> weird, and I didn't want to just power like, to the players. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to do that walk in and leave thing, and then I was like, oh okay, and then they they like um so I'm looking at stuff, and the one guy's like, so he's like, hey, do you have a PS4? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, we have like extra of the VR st- things. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's cool. I don't care. She just looked at him and said, "You realize that's four hundred dollars, right?" <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm like, "All right." And he's like, "Oh, we're doing the the release thing tonight or whatever." And I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And just gonna walk away. I'm just in my head. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Please let me leave. And uh, so that was. That nonsense happened. Um, and then I got, uh, <laughs> like, yes, yeah, I just want to go. Uh, and uh, I got uh, my gamer driver on, is actually at the post office uh, from Amiami, along with the, my new battle droid and clone trooper figures. And. A Shin Sengami icon from Madarake. Um Bexo bike and the X8 icon are on their way. And uh, I think, yeah, the X8 icon. Oh, okay. I because I heard Bexo bike and then X8 icon and made me think of a Bexo bike icon and it made me laugh. Moving along. <laughs> Uh, I think I broke my new Django Fett. I'm very upset. I I, f- like, I think I've seen a couple people break theirs, so I you're not like alone. Like, well, what happened is I so I took him out the box and he was great and fantastic. So I put the guns in his hands. He's looking pretty badass. So I stuck him on top of the bookshelf, and he was looking pretty sweet. And then I put a couple of books on the bookshelf. I guess I must have used excessive amounts of force. He wasn't the only one that fell. Darth Vader fell. Darth Maul fell. Um, it would have been it would have been pretty funny if Darth Maul split in half when he fell. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I probably would have just died laughing right there. <laughs> but no, Django. So Django Fett falls off the top of this five shelf bookshelf onto the carpet. He splits in half. Right, so now I've got Django Fett in two pieces, and his arm came off, and then the other gun fell out of his hand. I'm like, well, motherfucker. So I was like, okay, so I pick up the pieces. I'm like, this is not a problem. I can put them back together. It all snaps back. Well, I noticed, oh, look, there's plastic around his waist I didn't see before. Well, let me just take the plastic off. So I'm pulling the plastic, and then it pops the other half of the waist, like it, it popped, it, it, when it, where it came apart at was between the stomach and the chest joint. Well, so then the the entire like stomach midsection came off from the from the lower half of his bust. Now I've got Django Fett in three pieces, plus his belt, and then the arm. I almost like son of a fucking bitch. So I put it all together, but now he doesn't stand right anymore because for some reason he's all like loose and jank, and I'm like, God damn it, Janko fat. 
Now he's like Janko Ofet. Like, <laughs> classic. Got a little hard on his head. <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, because I loved that thing and it was like my favorite thing ever. And now he's like jacked up. So I don't know what to do with it. Jacked up fit. <laughs> like, I don't feel like I need to buy a new one or something. I don't know. Unless there's a way to fix this one. Can go out so to that, pasture with Nadashiko. That that pissed me <laughs> off. Um, let's see if I'm trying to think if I bought anything else. I got. Uh, Poor Chan still makes fun of you for Nadashiko. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that was like years ago now. <sighs> it's funny that people got mad that I wasn't mad. Like at that point, I was getting so many figure arts, and it's like you might as well make the best of it. Like, what do they want me to do? Like, blow up on camera? Release the footage of me in rage or something? Get so angry I just smash the figure to pieces, but just defeats it more? Just, I don't know. Uh, classic. That's an amazing character. Like, and it just upsets me because I've got some figures that have fallen, like, five, six, seven times, and they're fine. Jango Fett falls one time and is like, nope, I'm dead. Fucking Mace Windu got me. Like, son of a bitch, Sam Jackson. What the fuck? Father and son both going out like bitches. <laughs> Something like that. So that was, like, really fucking aggravating. But, um... And, uh... I found a bunch of those new TCG card sets. I just need to get money so I can buy them. <laughs> like... And we'll also want to find them at somewhere that sells them cheaper than a fucking Toys R Us because they're just they just have stupid prices on everything. Be drill is exclusive to Toys R Us. Is it? Yeah. Classic big dick B. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it. it's uh, only like five dollars more than normal, I think. So. Because I know I found the the Beedrill, I found the pin packs with the the Canto birds. Uh, there was another box. I found the Garrett box. With the big... Here it is. And uh, I need to get money and go buy more cards because it'll make me happy again. But. That's pretty much where my happiness in life comes from these days, is from buying Pokemon cards. Ain't that that next true. aid. <laughs> I can agree with that. Yeah, and I'm just, uh, <laughs> the usual playing fucking Pokemon, and... You know, I'm actually, I'm caught up. Our, we got our DVR down to, like, 12%. It was... <laughs> I've, I've, I've caught up completely on Survivor. I've watched, like, every season now again. Uh, you watched the penultimate season of American Idol, just starting the final one now. No, no, I, I gave up. I couldn't handle the judges. I they, they started changing too many judges. I couldn't handle it. And I caught up on Tosh. We, we were, like, we're actually, like, caught up on all of our, our programs, we, except for Supernatural. That's the only one that we're not caught up on we gotta watch a couple episodes of that but like everything else I've been watching it as it happens which is pretty rare for us around here so I'm feeling pretty good about that it's it's a nice feeling Dawson it's a nice feeling 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just trying to enjoy some cheese. That sounds great. It kind of it kind of tastes like ham because I think it's like sitting underneath a package of ham, so it's like a pre-ready ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> and then I banged your mom. So I think that's it for Dawson's one-ups. Mine would have been over quite a while ago. Yeah, so would your mom. Brian has so a news? tiny penis. News? We actually have news this week. I mean, yeah, we did last week, we, but it was we like... We got folks. to see Ghost XA Damashi and Ghost Tenka Toits Damashi, so that's awesome. The fuck is a Toits? <laughs> Those Toitles getting in everything. <laughs> it's funny because he's not wrong. It's just I never really said it out loud. It sounds like really someone funny. saying Tinker Toys after their mouth just got <laughs> smashed in. Tinker Tweets. Uh, <laughs> so two mo- two uh, forms exclusive to this next movie with Pac Man. Phrase I never thought I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of Waka Waka, that's the news. They're rebooting Muppet Babies. <laughs> so, not gonna lie, I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Muppet Babies. Can't wait to see the Muppet Babies go into to current movies so that they can never be released on DVD too. <laughs> uh, be great. I don't think that's why it's not on DVD. Yeah. I, is it? Yeah, because it, it costs too much in rights to get uh, for the distribution of the movie clips and the soundtracks and all that. They use too much copyrighted legal. shit, basically. That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I need Muppet Babies in my life. Good old America. Like, uh... <laughs> it's one of those times uh-huh. when that shit is so dumb. Like, God, for real. Like, we need so... Muppet Babies DVDs. Like, stop with your fucking copyright. It's not hurting anyone. It, it's Muppet Babies. It is a little baby Kermit and Miss Piggy and Gonzo and friends. <laughs> and, <laughs> and friends. And, and associates. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we also have uh, scans of Bud turning into Bird. Okay, we're gonna go that route. Got Bard it. Simpson, Bird Bud Bard, and Bird Bud Bard, and he Big is Bard. the Tenku <laughs> no Oja. <laughs> Nobody remember that. Okay, uh, and he yes, he is Tenku no Oja Juo Bado, and uh, so that's happening next month. That'll be awesome, I guess. Him and his rust-colored pipe ranger powers. His face mask is different. I kind of wish that... Like, it would have fucked up the gorilla thing, but I wish they would have had the balls to just bring Bard back as Red, like, Eagle, and then just have Yamato be Whale. 
I want to be a whale. Or like, give Bard like an actual cool new suit and not. Is this going to be like a new thing? Like just constantly repurposing the current red suit? Is that like a tradition started by the ninja? Like, are we going to get so. one for an upcoming movie that's like a dark one, but like only the beak's black or something stupid like that? <laughs> like, you can't even fully commit to it. Like, you can't even do like a Hurricane thing where you just like put regular clothes on him and make his helmet black. Even that was better. like just I don't know I'm all Um, for it let's do it I'm horny now it also does kind of bring up which is funny that I didn't even think about that they totally forgot the missing champion symbol storyline for like almost 20 episodes something like that I thought about that every so often I'm like what the fuck we skipped we literally just like avoided that plot line just so that we could bring in cube whale Yep. It's like they never talk. It's like the classic in an injury. They just never talk about it. Joe, the world happened, and then Cube Whale happened, and. <laughs> Bird's just sitting in the forest, like, alright, they're gonna find me one day. <laughs> like, he, he thinks they're still playing hide and seek with him. He's just starving out there. Like, well, one minute you see him and Larry, and they're looking at the other little weapon animals that he's dicking around with and finding. And like, oh, they didn't forget about this after all. We're going to see this any minute now. Nope, in comes Bang Ray to fucking Bang Ray and get a fucking whale. Like, give me some of that sandy pussy, Ray. And he's like, okay. (laughs) Got sand in my vagina. (laughs) Clean it up, BB-8. (laughs) Sounds like you need a moisture farmer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Too That's far. why she went to go see Luke. <laughs> the the route I was going was with the XA level three scans. Now the dead eye are gonna have like an inappropriate touching scandal and we can't have that. Sexual so we, harassment panda. Yeah, we got pictures of everybody. Sexual harassment. Their suits. Panda. The X8 people, not the victims of the Jedi <laughs> sexual harassment. <laughs> Gotta be clear. So, I don't know. They're exactly what we knew they were. So it's not that thrilling, but. Yeah, but it's a thing and it's cool, and I have a huge penis. I really and... like Braves, mostly because I like rhythm games. I <laughs> uh, like RPGs, so he's like a Brian combo really likes Dan, awesome uh, Dance things. Dance Revolution. I, I like the DDR. concept of those two combining, like yeah. a rhythm RPG. It's like now I'm imagining some sort of like Guitar Hero RPG, like literally just still called Guitar Hero, but they just changed the entire concept of the game. <laughs> I think Laser looks the best though. And it's nice that he actually gets a... He can walk body. this time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll bring it up like again it, when we talk about X-Aid, but it's funny that he keeps having to, to like, D-level into level one so he can walk around. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a neat concept, but at least, like, when he levels up, he actually gets to become a, a proper, like, proportioned rider. It would be funny if, like, every power-up was just something added onto the bike or something. <laughs> He's like, come on, man! Like, everyone gets a cool new power-up each time. It's just something else to the bike. Like, one time it's just, like, tassels or something. <laughs> Booby tassels. Um, is that it, though? 
Um, I think so. Uh, the figure art for X Aid's gonna be at the Tomashi show that starts this weekend. So. Oh, is it? They there's they've got a, a clone trooper phase one captain version, which is just the clone trooper with a red stripe on his head. Classic figure arts. Uh, <laughs> and then they are all doing an, an Iron Man Mark Six, the one from uh, Iron Man Two. They're doing a renewal of him at the Thomas exclusive, and they're selling um, not, not from Iron Man Two, from Iron Man uh, Three. And they're doing the um, where you can buy the Hall of Armors, the little the little room, like little room, but the little like box thing that he displays his armor, and you can buy it. And they're like fifty bucks each before oh, your middleman marks it up. <laughs> it's like forty eight sixty on Premium Bandai per Hash- little hashtag thing. worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it lights up, and they connect together if you buy multiples. But it's it's, it's still it's it's insane. Like at first, I'm like, oh, this might be kind of a cool thing. Looks at price, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> I think they should just do both and just sell it as one giant fuck set. So if you want to bite the bullet, but then if you just happen to only have one figure that you for some reason just want gloriously displayed, you can do it. Like it's it's pretty crazy, but they're doing it. They said they were gonna do it. And they're doing it. So unlike most other figures, things they said they were gonna do, and we're like, nope, fuck that shit. Meanwhile, G three mild and Fudokun just sitting in the trenches with Saga and Jack- jacking each other off. And Banana Axel, which might have just been a prototype for Booster. Nobody likes you, Booster. No, <laughs> I always forget he exists. Give me the Turbo Man doll. It's almost Christmas time. I go to sit and watch that again. It's almost time for put the cookie down. No, no. references. <laughs> it's my favorite time of year. It'll basically be that time by like Tuesday because like as soon as Halloween's over, it's like it's Christmas and like all, <laughs> all like the Halloween stuff's pushed out of the way by the employees and trees are just there. That's pretty my, much what it like. My Walmart's like already got trees up in the back. Yeah, so does yeah, mine. Yeah, mine too. But it's always funny, like, when you go into any store, like, the day after Halloween, because, like, the Christmas decorations were where the Halloween stuff is, and then there's just, like, candy everywhere because it's on clearance, and people are, like, going after them. Uh, classic. Good old retail. You know how it is. <laughs> One last thing is the... Die Ranger Super Sentai Artisan release is actually a set of the Aura Changer and the Kiba Changer together, so that's pretty cool. Classic Magnum yep. Defender Morphers. <laughs> Magnum Defender. Can't believe how fast they're blowing through their legacy line. Why can't Power Rangers be like this? I don't know. It's probably because they're releasing more things. Why can't your mom <laughs> be like this and give me more of a release? And also, they're not. our stuff isn't exclusive, so I don't know. I'm just tired of people complaining about that. Like, for real, we're almost done. We're, we're so close to the finish line here with MMPR. That's what she said. If by 2017, when the Kevin James, Jason Bourne reboot is out, we're only getting repaints, then it's time to panic. <laughs> we're so close. Seriously. It's got to be announced soon. And the Buff Shia wedding dresses. I mean, I'm waiting for all of it. The grizzle thing where you, like, skateboard on an iPad. I don't even know why they thought that would be a thing. 
I mean, granted, we're playing it up for humor, but still, it's funny. And where's Hitch 2? Son of a Hitch. I mean, come on. Tom's waiting for it. The jokes write themselves. Like, the funniest thing's gonna be the people that discover Parks and Rec on Netflix, like, in 2020. And go to watch season 5, and they make it seem like 2017's a faraway land. <laughs> so that's it, right. I think. Yep. Oh. So, now it's time for... Superhero time. Jooja. And then I, I outsourced the what should I do for X Aid? And George came back with and he's told me not to do this as just kidding, but I'm gonna do it anyway just because he said just kidding. He says, It's a me, X Adio <laughs> Which is just terrible. But I just wanted to do it because it would be obnoxious. It's terrible, but it's it makes kind it sound funny. like the second half of his name is Patio somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I kinda like Eagle Artos. It says let's a game, a senta game, ride a game, ranger game. That's really long though. What's your name? It's superhero time. I just feel like I'll never remember that. Probably not. <laughs> just write it down. <laughs> Do you know how much effort that will take? Or just like screen cap the tweet or copy the tweet and put it somewhere and just open it up before you start. Yeah, I'd have to find it and then I have to do work. I don't like doing work. I'm lazy. You could have, like, saved it when it happened. <laughs> now we gotta build a time machine for this. I always thought it would be for a greater purpose. Yeah, well... <clears throat> Like stopping Barry from doing Barry things. And then we gotta stop Barry from messing up the timeline, but we also have to ask him to stop the Dino Charge Rangers from messing up everything. See, when Barry does it, it's cute. But <laughs> the Dino Charge Rangers do it, it's just catastrophic, really. I mean, just think about the pop culture ramifications of what they did. Would Jurassic Park ever even gotten made? Does that mean there's no Jurassic World? What would Chris Pratt have done after Guardians of the Galaxy? I mean, what have they done to Chris Pratt? <laughs> I mean, they're the real villains. <laughs> would Jetman have been our first season of Power Rangers? Because <laughs> no one work. cared about dinosaurs because they're actually real. Jiranger doesn't even exist. <laughs> they they deleted their own source material. Character doesn't exist. Everything doesn't exist. And, like, what about the Earth? Like, how would the ecosystem be changed by dinosaurs still living? Like, what wouldn't have existed because they would have gotten eaten? Us? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> These I are mean, life's greater questions. But then again, maybe it led to Terra Nova, which led to Naomi Scott, which led to the reboot, maybe? I don't know. It's all connected. I mean, the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. was there, and he meets with shady news ladies. <laughs> you know how it is? I don't even know, I just went on a weird tangent. What are we in again? Oh yeah, Jiu-Jitsu. Um. So yeah, this turned out pretty much exactly how it was expected. Yeah, basically. Like, <laughs> it, it wasn't filler, so it was still really enjoyable, and the fights were really good in this episode, I thought. Uh, and Dota Kayo looks a lot better as a suit than it does as a toy. 
Yeah, even though he does kind of look like he's walking on stilts, which is kind of funny. <laughs> it looks like he got a leg transplant and they got, like, a back basketball. For fuck's sake, I can't talk tonight. A basketball player on, like, a normal-sized person. But it definitely looks better. And his arms don't look like he skipped arm day. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it looks better. You need, like, two giraffes and two moles attached to the arm at one time in order to get, like, the proper proportion that the suit has. <laughs> yeah, it just, it doesn't look right. Um, it definitely looks better in person. Um, Bungle's dead, so no more That's, villain I know, stuff. finally. So we're just gonna have villains that sit around and drink wine again. <laughs> Kubar might go do something. He might... He might go oh, yeah. s- stab the other guy, Genus or Genus or. I f- forgot about Harold and Kubar. <laughs> Genus, huh? That's like the entire villain stuff. It's like that one lady that's supposed to be with the uh, Gokaiju villain just going, Genus, huh? And the black guy's like, let me have a turn! Like, <laughs> alright, alright, settle down, guy. I thought like, you said black guy. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, dude. Like, that's racist. You think he's block? <laughs> Way to stereotype a guy made of blocks. I mean, come on. This is America. Land of the free but. and home of the blocks. <laughs> oh. Hashtag Fox Blocks. Remember the Fox Box? They're like, hey, it's new, and then we got canceled. Stupid ultimate muscle. And the Ripping Friends. I think that was Fox Kids, though, actually. Ripping Friends. Maybe? I don't know. It's all jumbled together there at the end. <laughs> it's um, all the same thing. But, yeah, there's not a whole lot to say. Uh, I, I liked it. I like Bungle's reaction to Yamato's, like, hero Friendship nonsense. speech. Yeah. <laughs> we did it because we're friendship and friendships and hugs and love each other. And Bunko's like, oh, fuck this. I'll just kill myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that, that's what I'll miss about him is him just hating toku nonsense attitudes. I thought it was amusing that they escaped using the little Dromojimon. <laughs> like, so tiny. Like, quick, get us out of here. Imagine, it would have been funnier if it would have backfired and it was like, like it did a little tiny hole like slowly and then they just incinerate <laughs> like that's what it would have really been like and how, how did they get behind them like that would have been a hell of a tunnel classic Digimon mess around <laughs> you know how Dramodramon is he's just like you know, you know I got this <laughs> you know how it is <laughs> um yeah, like, it's unfortunate there's not more to say, like, even in the episodes where something happens, because it was just really so basic. It was like, we have to rescue them. Oh, no, they're dead. Oh, never mind, JK, they're not. Friendship, di- dead. Friendship in the Megazord, dead. Ending scene. Executive producers, Haim Saban and Shuki Levy. <laughs> like, you know how it is. Like, that's what it was like. I mean, at least Misao didn't PMS too bad in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was it's, okay. But it makes... It almost makes it worse that he doesn't freak out over the actual situations. And instead it's like, oh, I'm not good enough for pancakes. Like, <laughs> he, like he really is he's selective and insane. Pa- pancake his... parties are serious business, though. <laughs> pancake party. Still. <laughs> oh, one day it will happen. I love pancake parties. I hope to one day be a part of one. <laughs> 
Um, but thankfully, next week we're saved as a return to form as they're going to honk Halloween in our faces. <laughs> <coughs> like, it's insane, because like, I really enjoyed this week's episode, and and then then this happened. You know, the preview. And, well, but, Halloween know, has to do a nonsensical episode, because kids have to have time to spend time with their families on Halloween. They don't have time to well, focus on the plot. I'd... <laughs> <coughs> I don't know, I'd kind of much rather have an episode where they at least do a little bit of something, even if it's not, like, plot-related, it's just, like, a little fun thing than what they do over here. Like, let's do a really shitty clip show. <laughs> okay. You're under arrest be... for killing monsters. We're <laughs> oh, gonna have a kangaroo court of pumpkins or something, I don't know. <coughs> makes it worse is, like, this week's episode looks like the perfect Halloween time episode. Like, that could have just been taking place at Halloween. Not to mention it's closer to Halloween. <laughs> like, the weekend... I don't fucking know. The Christmas they special like, ends after they ruin the world. Or I know likes to do... Or Power Rangers likes to do their holiday episodes like three to four weeks before the holiday takes place. The Christmas runs after the finale. If I don't see a Triceratops in a Santa hat because they're alive now. <laughs> I mean, what's even the point of the special? Even the I want to see Tyler trying to get the Santa hat on a T-Rex and then get eaten. Best end of Dino Charge <laughs> ever. Well, and then you just hear, Dad! I got T-Rexed! <laughs> That's the last thing you hear before he guts to spill out everywhere and I just start clapping. <laughs> I got T-Rexed. Well, <laughs> well you just hear Tyler, Dad! Like, this sheep. You, like, splash. <laughs> And one one of the other ones just says makes a comment about him getting T wrecked, and they all just laugh and go on about their day. His dad's just like popping open champagne. <laughs> My stalker is dead. I used to look like a middle schooler. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go shop at the baby gap. <laughs> so X eight. <laughs> Well, yes. I want to. I want to hold on. I want to say I really well. like the <laughs> do, wild Tosai Dodakai King finisher, where like, oh, not only <laughs> where he just he gets on stilts, and then they just do a bunch of CG renders of the cube. Uh, yeah, the cube animals in different colors. You just palette swap them. They, and, they, and they just gave Bandai America their their. Uh, their repaint ideas ahead of time if we adapt Jojo. Exactly. And then like, they just go, like do these. started hitting them like one, two, three, and then went all up to a hundred and I'm like, oh God, give me give me cubes this high. Give me just all of them. Give me all the cubes right now. I like how the reason they got them was like a classic Megaforce reasoning. Like it wasn't even that. They didn't even get like a voiceover. It was just bing you got it. Like, you can now magically combine this really old mecha, these ones that should go together, and these three created by the villains. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed they didn't do the thing where they, like, sat down and tried to figure out the formation again. <laughs> like That, that, that would have been pretty funny. Like, how can we combine all of these together and they just do some wacky goofball shit? If we give it twig arms, it'll work. <laughs> just do it, Donald. And if we just take this huge like, trailer piece and just chuck it in the garbage, <laughs> then it's fine. It's funny because I got... <laughs> I got Wild Tosai Dodeca King over here on my desk, and right next to it is just a trailer piece, a head, <laughs> a cannon, 
a sword, five auxiliaries, and a condor <laughs> just kind of sitting here. Because they don't they never leave show you that with a whole lot of, like, spaces to put extra things. No. So There's apparently, like, a video of someone doing it. I'm like, well, that's nice, but it would have been cool if they just did it officially. Yeah, and it looks awful. It's <laughs> like, it's e- it was easier to, like, improvise without watching a video with the previous formation, because, like, I just stuck Condor on top of one of the cubes and, like, kind of rested the excess uh, weapon ones everywhere, but, like, this one is harder to figure out, and it's just, basically, you just have to throw them in the trash pile with the Tokyo carcasses, at least it's not full-on bodies, but still, it's like, they were so close. I was rooting for you. So, uh, this just in, Dobutsu Sentai Juojo vs. Ninja, the movie officially confirmed. Uh, the film will feature a showdown between the Otomo Nin, Shinobi Maru, and Juo King and Juo Wild. Shinobi Maru will later combine with the other Otomo Nin as Shurikenjin to fight the two Juo Jameka. And hopefully they kick its ass. It's probably going to be the most mundane and annoying Sentai crossover of all time. It, the movie is set for a January the 14th release. So I was trying to figure out why there were so many people that were thinking like its existence was in question. And then I realized that people were probably thinking they were going to do a versus Super Sentai. Uh, I like totally forgot about that. That I actually mm-hmm. would have rather had that just because it would have meant that a ninja's being denied a proper crossover. <laughs> Granted, we probably would have had like two ninjas in there, but still. N i n i nin nin nin. Going on. N i n i nin nin nin. So X aid for realsies. Chosen Ninja. <laughs> I love X Aid. I I feel like this was probably the weakest episode so far, but it was still great. <laughs> I, I I loved Laser. I actually thought it was one of the better ones. Just like introduction wise, like it got a lot of different things going. Like we introduced Laser. We, like, sort of Later. segued into Gaim, into Gaim, to Genmu's, like, introduction, and we got, like, a little bit more backstory on their Global Freeze stuff. We got Yeah, we got, the, we got backstory on their Global Freeze, we got the introduction of Laser, plus we got the introduction of the level 3 version of, of Genom. Uh, and then I thought we had, there was some stupid logic in this episode, though. <laughs> we got... We got to see, like, all the writers, to, uh, not together, but just, like, all fighting, <laughs> oh, kind of... Brian's falling over from excitement. <laughs> X-Aid! <laughs> I excited myself into a tizzy again, and I fell over. Venom beat the shit out of all four other riders. It would have been funnier if after the clunk there was just a gash at activation noise. But, yeah, Go ahead. Oh, your no. mother's a whore. What are you even doing? <laughs> <laughs> the cube stacks fell over. I was putting oh. them back together. If only these cube stacks were stacks of pancakes. <laughs> we could have a pancake party. Or we could have a party in my pants. Uh-oh. Well, while you're stacking, I guess I'll just say my thing quick, because I was just going to say, there was a lot of really stupid character logic in this episode. Like... I don't know why Brave all of a sudden decided to attack Snipe. Like, this is the second time in a row, even though Snipe's a dick, 
he was doing something that was like, fine. I, yeah, I'm really not sure what the point is of them fighting. Like, why that's happening. It was, honestly, I think, just to get the two writers fighting on screen for classic Toku nonsense. Because, like, we did need to have Snipe stop being a dick. Snop. Stop being a dick and, like, give X-Aid's gash hat back, but... Laser just the, ran up and took it. Yeah, like, <laughs> at the moment, though, like, he was doing something fine. Like, can we not just let Snipe kill this dude? Or, like, when Laser's like, let's go after him, he's like, oh, no, I gotta pick up the patient. I'm like, he's dying of this virus. You could go kill the virus right now. You, oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's Mr. Terrific. If it was Curtis, he'd be like, all right. It's like, oh, just some Asian dude. Can you worry about like, it? It's not even Curtis. I'm trying to figure out, like, what what's happening, because, like, oh, we gotta do this, and then they go, nope, you gotta fight me instead. We can't just team up, because we're trying to both kill viruses. We can't be on the same side. We have to fight each other first. I think it just has a lot to do with the fact that Brave is just kind of an asshole. Uh, and he well, really doesn't sense. like Snipe. And and Snipe's, like, technically more of the asshole, but Brave's more acting like it, while Brian's just blocking it up over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then... Like, it's just they're fighting, and then Laser just like, I got this, runs over. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> got that gash hat back. I love that so well, much. She just yoinked well, it out of the slot holder. <laughs> like, and he's all short, so he could do it. <laughs> uh, and, like, I don't understand why. Well, A, x was, like, way overreacting to Laser just manipulating him so he could take a sample. Because unless next week he reveals that he wants to, like, study the Bucksters so he can recreate them or something it's probably a good idea to study them and I don't know why Laser lied to him like one sick friend isn't enough like XA would be like I'm sorry your story is not tragic enough you need to have two friends affected by this virus for me to be friends with you like he could have just been like hey here's this Asian guy is my friend we're all Asian so I don't know why I said that but here's my friend he's infected also I'd like to study the Bucksters physiology you want to help and they would have been like sure but instead, it's just like, oh, I lied about this, and then it's like, unforgivable! Classic Japanese fighting, and then they, like, punch each other and respect each other later or something. I don't know. He, like, rubbed his crotch into his back, and they fought together for a bit. Because, you know, <laughs> like... But, I don't know. I thought there were just some... That's, like, my only consistent problem with the series, is there's some really dumb logic that could be just so easily solved. Like, last week, you're scaring the kids! Stop fighting! Well, then get the idiot out of here! For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> or just like knock him out, just like judo chop, boom, kids out. Don't like, even worry about it. I still want to know why Snipe is trying to take all the gas hats. Like what? Because he wants to win so that he can make a wish. Because Ryuki's sister died. No, it was Wing Knights. I don't know. I forgot what the reasoning. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> You're hurting me. Uh... Well, because they have to put all the games together to win or something. Well, I actually uh... don't remember. <laughs> I, I like how they're like, oh yeah, we had ten games, which is the ten, the first ten, right? And then, because it's, it's the four riders, their four power-ups, Shocker Ricky Sports, and then that Drago Hunter, I guess, is what they're talking about. So, that explains the creation of those ten gash hats. I guess they're going to have to come up with another reason why they're making more. Probably to continue the fight against the Bugsters of some like, sort. Well, I guess, like... Maybe not necessarily well, the, well, the why, but yeah, but like also, what, why those? Like, why this? What? Classic <laughs> ghost icon mess around. Exactly. Exactly. Well, because well, I understood that like the Bugster virus, like, was created when because of the ten games, like a classic Digimon Tamers mess around. 
but I don't know why you have to reunite him for that. I liked the logic, though, when he's uh, like, oh, why don't I just go buy another one? It's like, well, it has to be right. the original copy. You can't just go to Target. Does Target even <laughs> exist in Japan? Targeto. Targeto. Like, why don't you just get another one? I mean, the game just came out, right? That would have been hilarious, actually. Like, if they were continuously losing them, or, like, when they would break, they would just go to, like, whatever their equivalent of GameStop is and just buy it. That would be hilarious. Now, this is my question, is if Target it does exist in Japan, do they have the same bathroom regulations as Target's here? Because, you know... It's got to be pretty lenient in Japan because half of those people you you can't really tell, you know, depending <laughs> on how they're dressed. Is it really a girl? I don't know. It could just be a dude with long hair decided to dress up like a schoolgirl today because he's fucking bored. <laughs> be doing Classic a Japan. I don't know. Japan's they're fucking weird, man. They're fucking weird. <laughs> he was bored. <laughs> Like, do they have a special bathroom for, like, tentacle loving? I don't know. It's my kind of bathroom. We all know that. (laughs) Do they have a special bathroom for (laughs) Roymudes? Or Bugsters? I mean, they're already poop. (laughs) So, just like... Oh, no. It seems seems fitting. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, 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 think, I, think, I think these monsters need bathroom oh. equality. <laughs> so that's that's our new campaign. All right, after uh, dicks out for Rick Medina, I feel like Brian's doing this right now. <laughs> like he's setting up the website. Like <laughs> you're typing. I know. It's Brian setting up that. Lord, I recommend changing the dicks out for Rick Medina to hashtag dicks out for Rick's out because, like, you know, when he Rick's <laughs> out, for boom. Mm. Brian, are you a curious cat? What the fuck? What? I didn't know cat was curious. What is it? It's a curious cat. What's Ask FM except different? Oh. Except with like a feline approach. <laughs> you know how it is. It's like asking something with more pussy. Got it. Okay. Classic Ferguson. Good luck. I haven't seen him in weeks. Um, but no, I think Laser's gonna be really fun. Uh, he's kind of weird, and I like it. Exactly. He's I, he's very I... eccentric, and it fits with his weird method of transformation i mean he only has the little chubby form right now and then he turns into a bike so <laughs> that's just interesting in itself he needs a partner to ride him <laughs> you know how I it was is. Like... <laughs> my only my only real issue uh and here's a tissue sorry Classic. well and and i don't really you know i don't mind it all that much is that the belt sounds but uh, it gets a little busy when they start, uh, re- like repeat transforming one behind the other, and then like they they transform, and so it's like you know the what's your name, what's your game, what's your name, and then they do the whole that thing, and then like oh fuck this level two, so then while that's still going, 
<laughs> then it starts doing like the mighty job, mighty kick, mighty, mighty, mighty action X. And I'm like, oh god, too many sounds at one time from one belt. Please stop. Please, yeah, please stop. It, it did get a little bit much there. <laughs> like, I wanted to, like, panic and hide under the covers. Like, make it stop. Make it go I away. I kind of wish that both within the show and within the toy, like, there was more a way of just, once they're in past that point of the game, they could just straight go to level two. Once they're in, they're in. That's what I always Well, yeah, because then, like, like, especially in the show, the like, thing, it's excessive. Yeah. Because you're like, all right, let me suit up. Okay, now let me suit up again. Like, <laughs> it would be make more sense, especially for the game, that you could just suit go up. straight to level two. Is he just waiting for an entrance line? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just that cool. <laughs> and Ollie's like, you know how it is. <laughs> under his breath. Uh, like, with the toys, if you slot it in and then pull the lever, like, it totally skips the... The name thing. So I don't see why they couldn't do that in the show too. Maybe they'll do it later and they're just dragging it out right now because it's new. Maybe. Gotta get those toys. Look at that. What's your name? What's your name? Oh, I'm gonna go buy it now because they let the extended version in. So I don't know. Maybe it'll, it'll either get better or worse over time because as they add more writers and like more people transform together, it'll just be people fighting for sound time. <laughs> oh god! Just imagining it—it's frightening. <laughs> Everyone transforms at one time. <laughs> yeah, well, like, like, like imagine like gaming they go cacophony. To level... <laughs> <laughs> Going to level three because then you go to level three, and so then it's like. The whole first part when you go to level one and they flip it open and it's mighty jump, mighty kick, mighty, mighty, mighty action X. Then right behind that is it would be like the Geki Totsu robots or you know it's Tattle Quest and the Do Re Do Re Fa Beat or whatever the fuck Fa Beat. They really fucked that melody up, melody for fuck's sake. Like it. It's it's gonna be insane. I'm scared. I'm I'm legitimately scared of Brian right now. Why is it Brian's fault? Because he sucks at life. Look, I'm just trying to give Bugsters the bathrooms they deserve. Might not be the bathrooms they need right now, but it's the bathrooms <laughs> they deserve. Uh, but I. I love everything about the show. Like the choreography during the bike race was really cool. Mm -hmm. I love you that. Had, you had all like the the times and yes, the health and then bars they had, like, little item and everything. Things. It was great. I, I love that they're fully committing to the video game theme, just like how Ghost fully committed to the eyeball theme. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just they're all in and it's it's fantastic it is it's great like like i i said like last week and stuff it's just, it gives you something incredibly visually appealing to watch during the fight scenes it's like a little extra layer of goodness to watch like and i think that's what excites put that on so the back much. of a dvd <laughs> <laughs> shukun shinobi reviews uh I think it's part of what excites me so much is that when, you know, here we go into another episode, it's 
like how is it all going to overlay which game are they going to pull up like like this time they were using back so bike for the first time so what little like item type boxes is it going to pull up or what's the you know kind of background is going to be what's it going to do to the henchman because the henchman change depending on what game is happening like they can uh, turn into bikes it, so it's bike. it's, it's, it's you never know how exactly what it's going to be like and that's it's kind of what I love about it. It's going to get insane, though, when they all start using their shit at once, because you're going to get, like, the little chocolate squares and treasure chests and the barrels, and they're all just going to be, like, everywhere. Barrels and chests and chocolate and... Well, well there's just plenty of chests. Flagpoles. And, and more chests. Boobs, basically. <laughs> yes, yes, lots and lots of boobs. It's like lots and lots of trains, but better. It's the adult version. <laughs> so is that about it, then? We did get to see Shakariki Sports. Like, the form. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was... That he showed up and kicked ass, ass, and then he left. Well, he showed up, kicked... He rode around on his BMX bike, like, ee <laughs> and like ding ding like rang his little bell he had a little basket in the front to carry his groceries and like he kicked the, um uh, Bra uh brave and snipes asses then he came back and transformed into level three and kicked Duxade and laser's ass and laser's like fuck this shit i ain't getting a game over because he was trying to get a sample. He could have gotten it instead of turning around and be like, Mwahaha, my evil plan was to get a medical sample. And he should have just gotten the medical sample, pulled a classic Barry and Malfoy. Instead, this would have been like if Malfoy had just, like, killed Barry when he tried <laughs> to get the sample. <laughs> I have a call. See how long the silence will last. <laughs> nope. Not very long. I have a cock. I have a cock. I was going to say, speaking of Dino Thunder, I mean, fuck's sake. Better days, man. But cork, are we just going to double cork. it up next week? Just, just, just. I, I don't really care. Whatever. It was I probably mean, shit anyway. It was. Like, it wasn't very much to talk about. It was just kind of a shit filler right smack dab in the middle of the end game. So... What happened to this? I watched it. What the fuck? I, I they did like three different cliches at once. We did. Oh, we, this is one where Ivan was like two characters, and it was like his great 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 grandson. But they told him it was his cousin because they couldn't just be like, "This is Sir Ivan from three hundred years ago. He's still alive because Energem." But don't worry, we're gonna put him back. Like we're the real. The, the biggest question is, is did Ivan fuck someone before he left, or does he do it when he gets back? But, like, then if he did it when he gets back, wouldn't there be dinosaurs alive now? And then it's all timey-wimey. So, I don't know. So the, we had that, and then we had the body swapping, and apparently they thought the actors couldn't have cut it enough, so they had to give them the voices so that, like, just every possible cue. All right, they're going to wear their clothes, and we're going to dub over their voices. That way kids won't get confused. Like, I... And then there was the clothes. There was, it, was, it was just insane. Uh, and there was I also an element it. of, uh, like, art appreciation. Right? So, 
It was like doing three Power Rangers cliche filler plots at one time. This is what happens when you're stuck to 20 episodes in a season. We gotta just put them all in one. We need to do all these plots. Sir, that's like 30 plots. We have 20 episodes. Just cram some of them together. Okay. I like the idea work, that there's like... Just do it. Like a page of like Power Rangers filler standards that they have to use. Otherwise, they're like fired or something. It was just... Yeah, it was... It was pretty bad, honestly. And the only thing of like value to happen to the story was Heckle and Snide getting separated at the end. Yeah, and then uh, Heckle got his memories back that um, Chaos destroyed Sentai 6, which is his home planet. And he was trying to get the Dark Energy away from him, and that's how he ended up becoming Snide. That was last and- week. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Like it all blurred together. I I really like lost my. I really wasn't paying attention this week. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> like I, I remember them separating him. I really felt like it was all together. I don't know anymore. I, this show is just making me upset. Well, don't worry. This week we're gonna have Robot Coda and like some sort of zombie plot. I'm not sure if this one is gonna have any plot to it. Like if it's gonna be one of those weird fifty-fifty plot fillers, or if it's gonna be all filler again. I don't know. I mean, to be honest, the episodes aren't any less messy than the run-on sentence summaries. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be made at least a little bit better. Like, it's it's very difficult because all the the, the episodes have so little in them, and then. Uh, it all the it all brains together. I'm like, what is happening? What brains is together. It all brains together. Yeah. <laughs> Classic zombie monologues, inner monologues. Brains. Um, but yeah, there's not really much else to waste time on for this, I guess. Um, now it's time for. Rambo, Rambo, Rambo time. Damn. Famine? I just heard famine. Famine, you know famine, famine time. <sighs> I just I just refreshed Twitter and saw the bathrooms for Bugsters. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, Pokemon was... Like, a. I didn't expect us to have a slowdown prep episode, so we had, like, a prep episode for the... Uh, well, Ash had to meet Marin and Chespi, and then, oh, like, they had to do a whole, like, I have a Chespin, but he's sick, and you have a Chespin, so we should be pals, and then, like, oh, Ash met this girl, and she knows a lot, and then, I don't know, nothing really happened in this episode, it was just something to take the time away from, um, to take the time away from the League. Of assassins, they got disbanded. They're not allowed to use them anymore. Son of a bitch. Um, what was I gonna say? Like, it, then this made me want them to just do the thing where they just have constant battle episodes even more and stretch it out. Because I'm like, I didn't know you we were gonna do like a prep episode filler. I mean, it wasn't that bad considering next week we'll just get the episode stuff, but or the battle stuff. But it was just, I don't know, it was weird. <laughs> I almost just said, like, well, that's for the Pokemon news, but then I remember they revealed everything. (laughs) Um, Yeah. There's supposed to be an official thingy on, like, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, shit. Like, well, technically, like, really for real tomorrow, because, like, technically it's tomorrow right now. Like, the day after tomorrow. Or tomorrow. I don't know. The day 
The fuck Thursday. are you going on about? <laughs> Friday. It's on Thursday, you fucking idiot. <laughs> no, because it's past midnight. On the 27th. Oh, I thought it was the 28th. Well, you can't oh, read. Okay. I'm not looking at it. I just thought it was the 28th. Okay, so it is today. Well, that's tomorrow. the problem is you're thinking. So, we'll probably just end up getting a batch of things we knew about. Unless they, like, surprise us and see something we didn't know and be like, ha, ah, you think you knew it all? Kind of hoping for that, but I'm doubting it. Well, I, I'm, I went on the Cerebi's thread, because they have a thread um, for the stuff that was from the data mine. And I like how <laughs> I was scrolling down and people were bitching, like, you should put the spoilery stuff in spoiler tags. And someone's like, by the very nature of this thread, you know going in you're going to see spoilers. Fucking stop. Yeah, yeah it's stupid. <laughs> but it's... From what this says here, it says that um, there are 302 Pokemon in the Alolan decks. And, like, it... And I, I'm, I'm assuming that the numbers come from there, but, like, it lists them all. Um, like, in, it says Alolan decks, in-game regional decks order, and it's it's got them listed, like, one through... Um, 302 with 301 and 2 being Magirna and Marshadow the ones before that being the Ultra Beasts and then it's got like Island decks like Mele Mele Island Akala Island the other two islands um and it they put on here what's exclusive to those islands I didn't even know that was a thing um but so I don't know. It might be that all there is is the eighty-one new ones and the eighteen Alolans. Yeah. If I mean, if this is a complete deck, because I saw that, and I was listening, I was like, well, I guess this might actually be it. I don't know, but you know, if if they actually did pull these numbers, I do know that I, I've um they've got all the sprites of the three hundred and two in numerical order and accounted. Um, starting at like the uh, at Rowlet, and it does match like from the if you watch that first data mine video where they show you like the actual Pokedex and it lists like uh, Jangmao and Hakamao as being like 782 and 783. You actually end up there if you start at 722 with Rowlet and keep counting. I had some free time at work today, so. <laughs> But what I notice is there's not a lot of 4th gen at all. The only things from the 4th generation that are in the Alolan decks is the Fossils, Shellos and Gastrodon, Drifloon and Drifblim, uh, Honchkrow and Mismagius, which means the pre-evolved forms are there, Bonsly and Hepini, which means their evolved forms are there, Gibble's Line... Munchlax, which of course means Snorlax, uh, Riolu and Lucario, Finian and Luminion, Weavile, Magnazone, Electivire, Magmortar, and their, their, their whole lines there. The Eevees, Porygon Z, Probopass, and Frostlass. That's it. So Diamond and Pearl confirmed. Pretty much, yeah. That's that's actually really kind of what I was thinking, to be perfectly honest. Um, because, like a lot. A lot of the other gens seem to... I mean, unless it's 
unless you can get a lot of this stuff post national decks, and this is just what's but you know all you can get before you beat the game. Well, I mean, uh, like even if that wasn't a thing, I think the chances of them doing that are good, considering they've done it three times well, now. That, yeah, yeah, and they've sold well and all that, you know. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot more you can get post national decks, just like with everything else. Don't know. I don't think they'll do anything like uh, Diamond and Pearl, where like half the new ones you can only get after you beat the game. You know, with a like, I would hope not. Uh, but. I mean, that was mostly for the new evolutions. Um, or like how with Gold and Silver, there was several of the new Johto Pokemon you could only get once you went to Kanto, which made no fucking sense. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> These are new Pokemon. Where can I find them in Johto? Oh, you can't. You gotta go to Kanto to find them. But wait, I was just there. They weren't there, I promise. Well, they, they are now. They Son just moved. <laughs> they you moved. Know. All of them. They migrated there. Took a Son while to get the bitch. paperwork done. You know how it is. But a lot of these sprites look pretty cool. It makes me happy. Uh, and uh, but yeah, the Alolan, the sprites for the Alolan form ones look pretty cool too. Uh, look really pretty. And uh, I don't think there was anything else really that we hadn't talked about that was in this uh, list here. Well, at least, like, whatever information we get tomorrow, with presuming we get, like, a decent little chunk of the new ones we've already seen, we'll get, like, some typing information and stuff we don't have. And some names or something, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what they are going to tell us. Uh... Maybe it'll just be a protest and just a black screen and it's just like, fuck you. <laughs> it's your fault. Right? But, I don't know. I'm still excited. I still want... I still want me some Pokemons. I need Pokemon, so... Like... I need these games now. It's pretty soon now. It's like, just a few weeks. Yeah. And like, there's... I'm looking at it, there's no new... Fossils. But, Aerodactyl's there. And the... Fourth gen fossils are there. And the 5th gen fossils are there. So Tortuga and Arkin are there. And that's like, that's it. They don't have the ones from Kalos. They don't have the ones from Hoenn. Or Kanto. Except for Aerodactyl. Like, like Kabuto and Ammonite are not in the Alolan decks, but Aerodactyl is. So I don't, I don't know if they just pull names out of a hat or... Seems to be a theme lately for everyone, apparently. They always pull names out of a hat to decide things. I mean, there's there's 802 of these bastards now. They gotta try and work in there some kind of way. Oh, so. <laughs> classic door slamming. <laughs> I can't spell down. Oh, it sounded she like was, a door. Slamming. She was sleeping on the table and she was fucking fell. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> um. there's a problem with falling over at Brian's house tonight. Oh. <laughs> uh. But and actually, I'm looking at it, and because I know we had talked last week about the lack of ice types, and aside from our new Alolan forms, the other ice types that I see is uh, Cloyster, 
Um, Lapras is part ice. Uh, the Vanalite line is in there. Snowrunt's line is in there. But they're not new and shiny. They're not. They're not new and shiny. They're, so those. I'm looking. I think those might be it. Yeah. Like so. There's not really a whole lot of ice. I mean, I know it's a tropical island again, but there's a fucking mountain island, mountainous island where these Alolan ice types. Maybe this Andrew and Vulpix killed everyone. Yeah, they just came in and just took over and just destroyed shit. They wrecked the place. Wrecked house. I'm gonna wreck it. T-Rex and all that. Nah, it is. Um... I feel like I should remember this because I, I think I said it last week, but don't we didn't we decide to start with shields since it's on a, it's like a separate yeah. category? Okay, good. Good job for remembering like 40%. Okay. So, just kind of like you. it'll just kind of be like a quick like little amalgam of the last few because they'll kind of blend together, but it, it's been pretty solid. Um it's kind of so nice to poop. have Daisy and Ghost Rider in the fold. I'm a little bit over Daisy's attitude now, though. Um, like, I get it, Daisy's but, like, I just yeah. don't want it to go on too much longer. She had a really sick fight scene, though, in the jail. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, I, I agree with everything. Like, I'm kind of sick of it, too. Yeah. Especially um, after what May said in this episode. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm leaving anyway. And then she just started crying or whatever she did. Yeah. May's just like, man, fuck you. I'm the, I'm the cold one here. How dare you steal my role? But, yeah, I I hope that it just, it ends. Because, like, I get why she was feeling bad, but, like, honestly, like, Lincoln did die, which would obviously affect her, but she shouldn't really feel that guilty about everything that happened with Hive because it wasn't really under her control. So it's like... I don't know. I- I'm curious to see how they resolve it in the long run in terms of her working with them um, with everything in terms of, like, would she be a full agent or just a consultant and, like, how that plays into, like, the inhuman drama and the accords and I don't know. But I'm assuming they'll, they're not going to return her to being separate on any sort of regular basis considering she's a regular and not, like, some sort of reoccurring guest or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm just curious the way they'll handle it considering they decided to do that. Um, it, this is like not really important overall to the plot but uh, from the beginning of the season it is kind of cool to see Coulson out in the field again oh yeah especially uh, with like, his fucking laser shield yeah it, it's awesome and just honestly getting, Coulson in a field and getting to do action like it, I was uh, thinking about that like uh, a few months ago like when they were airing like the Marvel movies on FX and stuff like in between when like the DVD featurettes they would show like that one where Coulson's, like, in a gas station and he takes out those robbers. And, like, you know, when that's happening at the time and S.H.I.E.L.D., Coulson was always behind a desk. So that's kind of nice. And, like, if he ever does return to be director or something, I'd like for him to be, like, a more active director, like, out in the field and stuff. Just because it's kind of a fun element. Um, like, speaking of the director, apparently he's not as friendly as he appears. I mean, he's friendly, but, I mean, he's, he's shady. He's shady as hell. Yeah. Um, uh, of course. Slim. I'm not sure what his plan is, or her, the lady he's talking to his plan is, who has like an inhuman relative, friend, spouse, <laughs> or something. 
uh, mannequin. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's very confusing at the moment because she's all like, "Fucking humans, yeah, racism," and then like she's opening mail for one that like won't break out of its terogenesis. Well, who doesn't love racism though? Um, so I don't know. Like, and I had a hard time reading that last scene, whether they were in cahoots or whether she just requested the meeting afterwards to solely bring him, like, bring the, him uh, the attention to that footage. So I'm not sure. I don't but. think they're in cahoots. Hashtag so she's cahoots. basically blackmailing him, so. Yeah. It just seemed like when he got in the car and said, uh, like, I don't know why we couldn't have done this over the phone. It seemed like one of those classic, like, we're in cahoots things. You know what I mean? Like, the vibe it gave off at first. Yeah. So, I don't know. Cahoots. So, we'll have to see. Um, the, even regardless of that, the whole uh, lie detector test things was annoying. I, I like how Simmons got out of it, but I feel like she made herself more suspicious with the way she did it. I honestly thought that he was going to be like, oh, you help me out on TV so you don't have to take it. So, I don't know. That'll a lot of people blackmailing people in this show. Yeah. It's, like, way less, like, trustworthy than when it was just, like, this ragtag group of people. Um, but at least no one's Hydra yet. Did you work for Hydra? <laughs> Absolutely. What? When I was undercover. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> I saw you reaching for your gun, sweating. Oh, that was good. Um, <laughs> what else is happening? Oh, Bobby and Hunter, they... Oh, they're still gone. <laughs> Poor Bobby and Hunter. Got sent off into the null void of spinoffs. Such a bitch. Can't, can't even remember too much else that happened because I'm just remembering the jailbreak, the tests, because May's life was saved in the episodes that I had to catch up on, and she met Ada, and I like how May would get along with Ada and not be suspicious because she's a robot. Like, it just <laughs> kind of makes sense. Um, I, I do like that, that Simmons found out and that we didn't do, like, the classic drama, like, basically the Olicity thing, where she's like, you lied to me, Fitz! It's over! And we're going to, like, cry, and then I'm going to, like, date someone in the police office next season. So I'm glad we didn't do that. I'm glad it was just more like a, oh, you, you should have told me. Classic fits. <laughs> so I'm glad that they didn't make anything more of that than it needed to be. Um, but, yeah, I don't have too much else to say, honestly, but it's just been pretty decent. I'm kind it, of... It, it has been really good. Like, I've been enjoying this season a lot. It it's kind of a breath of fresh air, I think. It's like very new ish. Yeah, they got a different vibe to it. Yeah, and I like there. it a lot. Uh, I, I think that it kind of well, it helped because of the time slot, and I think that just sort of the change in narrative with a lot of things, and then obviously adding in Agents of Shield, Ghost Rider did it too. <laughs> I'm curious whether he's like an all season thing or like if he's gonna be less or, or, uh, around less or not around after the second half of the season I don't know or they have a new gimmick for when we come back from Christmas Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. whatever I don't know what the <laughs> title would be but Agents yeah it's definitely ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Christmas time <laughs> evil Santa um, 
but yeah, I agree with that. Uh, it kind of also reminds me of Arrow in the sense that I like that we have a lot going on, but we're not entirely sure what the end game is or like what the exact goal is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's all kinds of little pieces moving, but we're not sure, and I like that. All we know is and that I, there's ghost people in a book. Yeah, the dark hole, which like George like knows way more about than we do. I'm like, it's a book. I don't know what we're doing with it, but it seems important. It's a book. Books are boring. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone seems really obsessed with it, and they become ghosts, and they get like pasty, and then people. I saw IGN's like really hard on the effects for some reason. I think it's totally fine. Ghost effects. Um. But yeah, I almost forgot you about get handed the dark hole. Does it have a movie version? <laughs> like, does it have games? <laughs> uh, that would be me, like, because it, it goes in your native language. Like, I would pick it up, and it would just be a bunch of video files. <laughs> I totally forgot that uh, that bit where uh, Ghost Rider was supposed to like escort his uncle out, and then he's like, "Wait a minute, I gotta go kill this dude that's reading Stephen King." And then Stephen King guy was like, oh man, ese? He didn't even say that. That's really racist. I didn't even kill that punk. I didn't even kill those bad hombres. I I was just in jail reading Stephen King books. And he's like, man, I don't care. And then he killed him. True story. The effects for that is so cool. Like, I just really like that part a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't have too much else to say about S.H.I.E.L.D. Look forward to seeing what's next, I guess. Man, I guess. Um, Supergirl. Uh, side note, the girl who plays Lucy was on another CW show this week, so I don't see why she couldn't come back and wear her hat if she wanted. Just to say. So, okay, we got Maggie. Maggie's cool. Is Maggie the new cop girl that's totally going to get it on with Little Grey? Yeah. yeah. One true pairing. You know how it is. Uh, <laughs> like... I definitely sense some vibes there. Um, and, like, it's funny because, I mean, I don't necessarily always keep up with everything, but, like, I didn't hear anything about that. Like, not, I mean, like, the po- possible relationship, but, like, about her character or anything. And it seems like she's going to be a... Because she's in next week's preview that she's going to be kind of a reoccurring person, so that's kind of neat. Yeah, I'm fine um, with that because they worked well together. I think yeah. the potential relationship with them would be interesting. Yeah. And the dynamic there was just really cool. <laughs> And, and Man, I like, you guys are fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like her introducing that like bar element, uh, yeah. like the alien bar. I thought that's something that when I first saw it, I was thinking of like one of the early interviews where they said being on the CW, we could lean a lot more towards comic things. And I think that's one of the things that they might not have been able to do. On, not necessarily been like forbidden from doing it on CBS, but maybe it had been more restricted to like go full fledged on stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it just feels more sci-fi, and it was neat to see all the different alien people, and it just kind of added a whole different level to um, not only just to explore storylines, but like just a feel for the world. Because like last season, it just felt like it was Kara, and then like Whistler and his gang of Kryptonians. And then, like, the Fort Ross prisoners that, like, was supposed to be, like, the starting plot of the series. And I think, like, two and a half of them showed up. Yeah. Uh, it was so, like, really it underwhelming. Like that was, yeah. It's like, oh, we have to capture all them. And next week, is that from Fort Ross? No, he's from Earth. Oh, this one's from Fort Ross. No, he's also from Earth. Oh, okay. <laughs> but so. Uh, uh, okay. We did have that one guy that I 
don't remember his name, uh, but uh, he was like, well, I think he was one of the Fort Ross prisoners that was like living in peace that they oh, yeah, met yeah, last yeah. season. So like, they kind of reminded me of that, but this just kind of gave you a, a feel that Superman and everything opened up the world to more aliens than just Fort Ross and stuff like that. So that was neat. Um, and like it led to the introduction of Ms. Martian. So Young Justice confirmed. <laughs> yeah. But that was cool. Well, like that was a really big geek out moment for me just because of Young Justice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same here. I'm like, where's Superboy? Where his costume's a shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, like that's exciting. Like I was really excited to hear about that and I was excited to see it. It's just, it's a cool thing. Like you said, having seen Young Justice and just, it's cool that we're like already getting into that. Um, it kind of reminds me of the Flash in that way that, uh, like starting from season one, and then I guess going into season two as well. Just I was surprised how quickly they dove into so many things. Yeah, because uh, like so with season one, I was surprised that we got Martian Manhunter so quickly. I was yeah. surprised we got him in general. And, yeah, and then uh, this season we turn around, we get Miss Martian already. So it's like it's really cool that they just kind of keep expanding everything so quickly. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like they're rushing it or anything either. Yeah. Like, it just feels like they don't have to wait or they're not dragging it out more so. Um, what else? I did enjoy seeing Kara geeking out over the president. Uh, I thought that was funny. She was like, a really big fan Kara of Wonder moments. Woman. Um, like, that is one thing, though. I felt like maybe it was just me, but, like, not Melissa, but the Wonder Woman lady wasn't the greatest actress. Yeah, I. There was a couple very awkwardly <laughs> delivered lines, and I, I think was it's because like, she's old. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like maybe before people cared about acting or something. I don't know, <laughs> but like, I was thinking, like, do we have to like hire I, everybody maybe, that used to work? And maybe shows? considering she's like some sort of weird cyborg or alien, or maybe that's something that might be part of it too. Maybe it's deliberate. Every time we meet an authority figure, are they going to walk away and are their faces going to change or their <laughs> eyes or something? Because that was exactly um, John Hank last year. This is why like, I have trust issues. <laughs> yeah, it's like, isn't she the coolest alien face? Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, like, I'm curious whether she's always been that way or whether she's been replaced by something. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. no idea. We don't even know who she is. Yeah, cause a lot of theories, but... Uh, but it'll be interesting to see because, like, when that happened to Hank last year, you kind of assumed, oh, yeah, he's evil. But mm. he was Martian Manhunter, which was, like, not even on my plate of theories at the time. <laughs> it was, like, either he's evil or he's, like, going to be an ally and he's misunderstood or he's, like, a robot. It wasn't, like, oh, yeah, he's a Justice League member. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I almost forgot about that, but maybe that was deliberate, but it was, like, there was just a couple cringeworthy lines. Like, the best part of it was just seeing her react to it. Um, I thought that the Pyro Girls' plan was kind of stupid, where it's, like, they're going to, like, fear us and come after us and know where we live, so I'm going to make a lot of noise at this fire in public. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, so you're going to make them fear you and not wear a mask and oh, okay i guess she just cared about like the same rights for everybody else but she didn't really care what happened to her um they're still kind of figuring out to do what to do with james i guess he had to gain his authority over 
<laughs> guy who is apparently just there now. You're an asshole, and I don't like you. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna ask, like, because I, I don't, I don't remember from last week. Did Cat? Because I know that like Cat was introducing Kara to him, but did she just hire him there too? I think so. Okay, because I mean, or obviously, something like that, or inherited him from somewhere. I'm not really sure. Inherited <laughs> like in a will. I leave you my asshole son. He's a really annoying piece of shit, but he can write a hell of a paper. Because <laughs> like I couldn't remember because I was like, well, obviously, when they did last season, they didn't know they were going to be on the CW and we're going to have to come up with a. A cat dynamic replacement so like he wouldn't have been around but like I don't remember these meetings happening but maybe we didn't need to see the meetings so I don't know because um, I, I honestly think that Catco could be phased out more just because Cat's not there anymore and we could you still do the, the car reporting stuff but you don't need it quite as much so I feel like right now it's just there to sort of give James something to do like he I think he suffered the most from the move whereas no one else suffered at all <laughs> It'll give him something to do until he decides to go be the guardian or whatever. Yeah, until he finds like that old football equipment and puts it on. Um, but yeah, that that's not really a huge deal. But it's just kind of funny that like everybody else has flourished in some manner or another, like right down to the bases. And I just realized that it was I I kind of liked it for the dynamic, but it was kind of weird that we had the DEO base and then that weird uh, abandoned room that like the three of them used at Catco. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I liked that dynamic, but it did seem funny to have a base and then a base. So, yeah. But it was a really good episode. I liked it. I liked. It. I thought it was doing a good job of expanding things, and I almost completely forgot that that dude who woke up was, is from, like, their neighbor planet, and Kara was instantly racist to him, and then she went out and was like, oh, man, I shouldn't be as racist as other racist people. I'm sorry. He's like, it's cool. You know how it is. Oh, by the way, our planets are dead. Oh, bummer, man. <laughs> I mean, she should know that he's a dangerous witch siphon, and Damon should just chop his head off. But I did read, though, that... Because his name is Mon-El, and it's, it's a, uh, which I didn't know. I, mean, I knew that was his name, but like in the thing I read... It says it's weird that he would introduce himself as that because in, like, the comics, Cal gave him that name or something, or he, like, took it, like, in an honorary sense, since that's their name, House of L. So, like... Yeah. It's only... It is only weird. I didn't even know that part of it, so that wasn't weird to me, but it is weird because you would think they would think they were related. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I understand. So, so maybe there'll be something more different about it later, but... Just they immediately assumed, oh yeah, no relation. Didn't worry about it. You're from Demetrius or whatever their planet's name was. I don't remember. Doc Doxon or Doc. Do- <laughs> Your planet <Some>. of Doxons. <laughs> Classic <laughs> or Dalmatian. Some breed. Uh. uh. <laughs> <Doxon>. <laughs> just like I'm just picturing the planet of like little Doxons and Superman capes, and it's kind of adorable. Speaking of dachshunds and superhero capes, the Flash. Accurate description of the Flash. Flash. Okay. Accurate description of the new Harrison Walls. Yeah, so now we knew where that new Harry thing came from. So, okay, 
A, it was unbelievably amusing to see, like, the slideshow of the different Wellses. Not just to see them, but to think there's, like, an Earth where we're permanently trapped in the Old West. <laughs> um, maybe it's, like, Westworld or something? I don't know. But that was cool. Uh, I'm very curious to see where this is going, because it se- if this is permanent, it just seems like a really weird decision. Um... Because I think it's it's really cool that Tom Cavanaugh can play so many different roles. And I feel like if this is more permanent, then it, maybe they're trying to capitalize on that concept. But honestly, it made it worse the fact that Harry was so good in this episode in terms of the team dynamic, like naming Mirror Master. Uh, like the boom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like... And, it, and it, it's also weird because it's that moment that happens to me with Orphan Black where I forget it's the same actor like whenever they interview her i'm like oh yeah that's sarah's actress for when the other actress is going to get interviewed and then i forget it's all the same one so it's like it's not as if he's leaving the show um and it's just maybe it's because of jesse and like her actress can't always be there but then again it wouldn't be like a huge logic leap if we didn't see her every week you know what i mean yeah. Like there's there's been times in like Arrow like where there was a character not on that week, like Laurel wouldn't be on or maybe Diggle was hardly in an episode or even here like there's episodes I think that uh uh certainly Iris was hardly on if at all and it's like you're never like oh man this show's losing it. So I'm curious to see where this goes. I just my bottom line is I would rather just see Harry as the regular Wells. Yeah, like, no, I, think I completely between... agree. Like, I don't know if this new one's going to be entertaining or if he's going to suck or if he's a big plot point or, or what have you, but, uh, like, I just really like Harry and I'm going to miss yeah. Harry on a regular basis, so because I he... agree completely. Because huh? he gelled so well with the team. He had such an interesting character. It was, like, almost just as interesting as Reverse Flash Wells. So, yeah, I hope they fix that. I kind of hope this... I think the idea... I like the idea of seeing other doppelgangers in general, but, like, I think it would have been cooler if they would have just had it so Harry and Jesse decided that they belonged here. Because that would have been so easy to do even last season. And then maybe have this sort of side story of working with other Wellses on various issues. And then, like, every now and then, you could introduce a different Wells for that episode then they could become sort of an ally later, and then you can have that fun of, look, Tom Cavanaugh's playing Old West Harry, and uh, but keep like the one you know and like around. So I don't know. It just seems weird. But it was amusing for sure to see the other ones and the naming, and then like Cisco trying really hard to name Top quickly. It was just, <laughs> I love that shit. Um, and Mirror Master was a guy in a suit who did things. Um, I I like the guy they got playing him, and I think he has like a good presence and stuff. Um, I really didn't have any problems with him. It was cool to see Snart, even though it wasn't really Snart. I mean, it was at the beginning, but it also wasn't later. <laughs> uh, so like, that's his first gig as part of his like all Arrowverse contract, I guess. Um, <laughs> you get to be a flashback and a hologram. <laughs> I like when uh. Barry said Snart's gone, and Joe's like, what do you mean? He's like, Oliver said he went on a trip with some friends. <laughs> uh, that was funny. 
Um, I'm I'm really interested to see with the f- some of our friends on, on a trip. <laughs> Joe Joe's like I don't even need to know. Uh, I'm really interested to see. Uh, well, just I guess this kind of bleeds into legends in terms of that, but like how that works out because they're obviously going to be getting a villainous version. But I always kind of wanted Barry and them to find out, you know, what Snart did, you know, as a good guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious how that'll play into it, and if that version's erased forever. But, um, and it's also funny because, like, in a couple of the reviews I read, people were saying how they kind of hate that the rogues are usually just one-off villains, and they wish they'd do something more with them as like a larger threat instead of doing speedsters. And I could see that being cool one day, but honestly, I think taking two of the rogues and making them such great character on Legends is a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Um. Like, I can Especially see one in more more <laughs> done with Mirror Master, yeah, uh, later, but it's not like he's gone for all time or anything, so. Um, let's see, what else went in this episode? There was no Malfoy. See, Malfoy wasn't in it, and I'm like, oh my god, why wasn't he there? I was just like, oh, hey, he there's significantly less Slytherin. <laughs> um, Joe's weirded out by the semi-incestuous relationship between Iris and Barry. <laughs> it it did make the relationship feel more awkward in this episode, or is it just me? Uh, I think it was just because it was being like highlighted that they're like, kind of like siblings. Yeah, and normally like, it doesn't really feel weird. Like, cause like the way Joe is looking at it, and, like it just it did make it feel awkward. It, it led to some funny comedy though. Like it was the classic, like yeah, we talked. It's totally solved. <laughs> and, and their phones ring. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Uh, so that was funny. We talked. It's cool. It's fine. I, I think what it really is is that much like me, Joe's a hardcore Peace Bivs Barry shipper. So <laughs> he's like he's trying to get Peace Bivs transferred back. Uh, he's trying to like request a transfer for Iris, but he's like Iris works at the paper. You can't do that, Joe. I was like, damn. <laughs> uh, but that was funny. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Caitlin accidentally started freezing herself in the shower. Classic. <laughs> well, that was a cool way to sort of introduce a bit of her powers, or using her powers that she used them to essentially accelerate that freezing process. Yeah. For the mirror, so. Um, and Harry's like, Psst, bye, Cisco. P.S. Caitlin might be Killer Frost. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, so... Apparently, take care. Bye. <laughs> and whatever you do, don't ever done. Classic Earth Two hang up. Um, but so that's cool. And next week, Mayor Lockwood, her mom's going to be on. So I don't know how that's going to tie into it exactly. Like one of the little descriptions I read for the episode said she's going to help her figure out her powers. I'm like, well, what would she have to do? With- oh, okay. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing that coming out and seeing the repercussions of that. Um, there's something else I just thought of because of that. Fuck, what was it? Oh, it was actually from multiple points ago, but, like, with all the other Earths, I like how them having, like, a database and just the general practice of it sort of opens it up to be more, um, like, I guess easy and more organic for, like, when Supergirl comes on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not just for, like, this crossover, but assuming they keep the Earth separate, like, in the future. Um, I don't think Earth, the Earth nineteen, <laughs> like, 
I don't think they. I don't know if they'll do it in the show as like a funny reference or not. But like in the interview, in one of the interviews, one of the writers or whatever was referring it to as Earth CBS. <laughs> so I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them to do that somehow and like have some reason that they put that on it. But uh, I'm curious if they don't what numbers would be. But I think that doing this was a smart way of showing that the travel is much easier now to facilitate future things. Yeah. Uh, it would have been cool to see one of the wells, or maybe even this wells, actually have been from Supergirl's Earth. I think that would have been neat. Missed opportunity. One of them has to be. Missed opportunity to do a Santa Wells, really. I mean, <laughs> come on. It's right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you almost just actually started laughing like that. You almost caused it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Flash is good. I just want Harry back because Bowler Hat Harry's not my real dad. Um, Don't go far, Harry. <laughs> Harry, you gotta meet Malfoy. You got the name, and he can be like Potter. You know how it is. He likes to say Potter. Paw. Um. So, Arrow this week I thought was really good. I liked Arrow a lot this week. Arrow has been absolutely terrific. Hasn't it been? It's been like, Mr. Terrific. I love the new characters. I kind of just love this whole thing that Oliver's kind of going through with having to be, like, an actual leader to these, like, yeah. misfits. <laughs> As opposed to and having, like, an adult-orientated team that kind of knows what they're doing without having to be led. yeah. Or, like, just basically mini-training with Roy. Like, Roy, try not to kill people when you have Mirakuru. Sarah's gonna show you how to use the bow, like, three times, and then you'll be proficient. And then we'll cure you, and then you're trained. <laughs> like, that's kind of how it went down. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I, I like the new dynamic it creates. I, I like the characters. Um, I think it's gonna be a, a lot of fun when they are, like, more trained, too. And we have them combined with Diggle, who's now back, and then eventually Speedy. Um, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, I, I just liked that this episode, I thought, did a good job of managing to balance multiple things. Yeah. Uh, like the prison breakout, and I like the team taking the initiative. I, I really like Ragman a lot. Uh, he's, he's I like great. his character. Like... His suit's really grown on me a lot. Like, I just love the powers, too. Like, it's perfectly, like... Still, uh, not quite as like high concept for Arrow, like too fantastical, but it's like just fantastical enough that it allows for a little bit of that element in Arrow's world. And I get a kick out of the whisper voice. <laughs> it's kind of kind of like the Batman Nolan voice, where I simultaneously think it's cool and kind of funny at the same time. Um, and like it was just cool to see him do stuff like blocking the bomb off with it and whatnot. He just um, kind of wiggles his rags around in it. Yeah, like, like, don't worry about it. I'm going to wipe this down. Boom, <laughs> nailed it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, I liked the prison breakout. They jiggled him out of jail. Boom, two for two. Um, kind of like with what I was talking about, just in like the same line of thinking of the Fitzsimmons, I'm glad they didn't overblow it. I'm glad that Diggle like wasn't resistant the whole way, and then like wasn't mad when they got back. Like it's it's just nice when they don't have unnecessarily dragged out drama. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like like, like I'm glad they sort of resolved it. I think really 
the whole point of the story, though, was that Oliver wanted Diggle to be in a situation where he can't have a life outside of Spartan so they can have more fun Dolly slumber parties <laughs> at Hive and, like, talk about stuff and just have fun Dolly chats. Um, but that's, that's, that's basically a situation. I mean, not the Dolly chats, but, I mean, he can't do much. He just basically has to stay at the bunker and be Spartan. Um, I don't think that'll be forever. Probably... A half season at least. Yeah, they'll but probably do something to make it normal. Yeah, but it's good to have Diggle back in the fold, and it'll be interesting to see him mixing it up with the, the new team and stuff, and getting his new Spartan helmet and all that. Um, and I just liked the whole prison breakout in general. Like we talked about when our jokes before, like it was with some funny moments, kind of not only intentionally, but just like Oliver like lurking in the background, like a horror movie. In scenes and taking the ball just to be a jerk, uh, I thought was kind of funny. Don't touch my ball! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> um, and, I, and I like that they handled the the Felicity stuff and the actual like aftermath. I like that. Ra- I love how that was actually addressed. Yeah, like, there was an actual aftermath to her deciding to blow up Brookhaven or Haven Brook or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Whatever uh, it is, gone now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ragman. Instead of just, like, ignoring it, like, oh, yeah, this happened. She won't care about it anymore. Like, it actually gets referenced, and it it's actually, like, tugging at her. Instead of just being lost and forgotten. Apparently that was something they decided to do because the fans mentioned it so much, and, like, it wasn't necessarily originally planned, which seems funny. Like, not only... Does it seem awkward to ignore that? But it seems like a missed opportunity for a good character arc for Felicity uh, to deal with that. Because, like, Diggle's dealing with the whole brother thing, because that's one of the things I thought was most interesting about the end game of series or season four. What am I, British? Uh, Of season four, of, like, the potential storylines for Diggle and Felicity having both done crazy things. Um, So, yeah, and and I like how it was handled with him. And, again, it was just the right amount of drama's not the right word, but I guess just sort of fall out from it, but they didn't dwell on it too long. And it kind of created an interesting dynamic for those two. And I thought it was well done with in that respect. Um, I, I keep wanting to call him T-Dog. Uh, the guy... <laughs> no, 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 no. The guy that oh. was in Walking Dead. Oh, oh. Tyrese. Tyrese. I know, but I, I was using I was gonna use his Walking Dead name, and I was gonna try to make a joke, but like I'll, I keep thinking of him as T Dog. Uh, but yeah, he no, he, he died in wild prison. Dog. Yeah, not in a uh, random house. Yeah, just in a <laughs> classic Tyrese. <laughs> uh, classic character. Everyone told me was really important in the comics, and then he just all of a sudden died. Um, but yeah, so he's got Wild Dog, and so that's a thing. I don't. The preview kind of makes it seem like he's going to rat him out. I mean, I don't think, like, intentionally, like, you know, uh, oh, fuck Oliver, more like a too much torture, but we'll see. I don't think this will be the end of Wild Dog on the team or, like, Oliver's identity or anything. I get a feeling this might lead to the end game of, of Tobias's storyline. Um, but so that was an interesting thing. Like, it was cool to see the team sort of succeed, but it was also very sloppy and not in like a they didn't do it well way but just in it was clear they couldn't fully handle it like you know uh, Curtis got hurt and Wild Dog got kidnapped although 
Tobias is like, oh man, got my knuckles. And and Wild Dog had guns. Why didn't he just shoot him? I don't know. It reminds me of when people like laugh at The Dark Knight Rises when you have two factions of people with guns charging at each other. It's just he could have like shot him or just ran or but otherwise then there would be no plot for next week. But still. Um and in the flashbacks, Oliver went to prison and killed a guy and threatened his daughter. I don't actually so, mind these flashbacks that much. Yeah, uh, I think that the only problem I have with them is that they're doing that same time increment where, thing. Where they, they with like, four. connect each other? Well, no, 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 that too, but they actually didn't do that this week. Outside of, I think, like some repeated dialogue, but that was a total different situation but that bugs me at times but it's the, the i want them to spend a little bit more time in the flashbacks like they'll be so quick like you'll be in the main show and then they'll flash back over for like 25 seconds and then come back and i miss the way it was in one and two where it almost kind of felt like kiva where it was almost two different shows happening at once yeah and, and i don't necessarily think that there maybe would be enough for the brat for stuff to feel quite as as big a part of the show as the as the original island like Slade stuff, but just make it a little bit more lengthy so it doesn't feel so quick and it like it makes you more invested in the flashbacks. And I'm actually am more uh, interested in the Bratva storyline. So if they just would make the flashbacks a smidge longer to make it feel more a part of the show, uh, I think that would be good. Because like season fours were so quick, there would be ones of like maybe less than fifteen seconds. So that's my only major gripe and like look they magic a- <laughs> that, that's exactly what it was like look more magic <laughs> so yeah that's the only thing but they did a good job this week of not tying it unless i if they did it was very subtle um i do find it funny though that i feel like the sole reason for oliver like doing a undercover soldier thing last season was so that Steven could get one year without having to wear the wig. <laughs> because, like, you knew he had to put it back on. Because in the pilot, he had, like, the long hair and the beard. So, like, now he's got to wear it again. It's just, it seems weird. You know what I mean? It uh, seems wig. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> Wigging so me out. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> better. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just seems awkward, especially since... I mean, it's not, like, the coolest thing, but I thought it was at least kind of neat. You saw the progression of, like, the way he looked, and then it all of a sudden stopped, so he basically looked the same as present day for, like, a year. So, I don't know. Weird. I just thought about that, thinking about the wig in this episode. All you can stare off is the wig. He's like, my eyes are down here. (laughs) But, yeah, I just, I'm really loving Arrow a lot this season, and I, I hope it keeps this pace up, because it's making me really happy to enjoy it and look forward to it just as much as the others yeah agreed agreed oh um so legends perpetually a week betimed betimed for fuck's sake i can't talk today but it was like behind and then betimed and then baton showed up some point during that mess up um i love this show i I thought that this Last week's episode was one of the best of the series in general. I thought it was yeah, just really well. It was great. Um, it's just, it's like the I, most fun you'll ever have on TV. Yeah, I really like That's how this season's, me. like, taking its whole timey wimey, like, to its roots. 
Yeah. Like, we're, we're doing a bunch of different... Like, the next fucking episode, like George was talking about last week, like, we're doing fucking feudal Japan. Yeah. Like, that's great. Like, I'm, I'm all for the weird armor. time periods and and just kind of embracing the whole time travel thing. I'm totally down for that. It's great. And, it, and it's not even just, like, embracing it, but, like, embracing how messy they are about it. Like, yeah. it's like, it doesn't matter how many times we trip, we get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's... A, a lot of the fun of the series is just seeing that. Seeing them sort of bumble around a little bit, not be perfect, and the dynamic between them. Like, that was what was great about this episode, was just seeing their interaction, and then, like, basically the Justice Society, like, being all buttoned up, reacting to their style of everything. Uh, which I thought was great. And... I loved the little arc of... Because it was sort of played for comedy a bit, but then it was, like, serious with, like... Or, like, had a serious endgame with um, Stein taking the leadership role and, like, sort of, like, uh, charmed that they that they believed he was the leader and then not being able to handle it, which yeah. led to Sarah <laughs> being the leader, which I thought was really great because it makes sense. Um... So I thought that was cool. Um, and Rex is going to get his powers, so that's going to be a thing. Yeah. So um, basically Colossus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's funny because I knew he was getting powers, but I thought that, that it would be maybe a little bit longer or that I just thought there could have been a case made even without the powers that he could have stayed around. Because having a historian is actually pretty valuable, because considering how much they bumble around. Mm-hmm. Like in Timeless, like one of the members of the team is a historian for that sole purpose, so like they don't, you know, mess up time. So like I was thinking they were going to go that route at the very beginning, but it happened pretty quickly. So it should be interesting, and and I think he fits in pretty well. Um, so I, I like him as a member of the team. I do hope that Rory comes back. I mean, like you know. Rip, Rory, uh, comes back eventually. Yeah. Um, but, like, I at the same time, it's like, I, I hope he comes back because I like his character and I like his interaction with the team, but I didn't feel like there was a giant hole in this episode because he wasn't there. Like, I thought the team functioned fine without him. Yeah. I like the new Vixen a lot. <laughs> yeah, me too. Animal girl. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny because I'm sitting there going like, well, they know who Vixen is. I'd forgotten none of these people have met Vixen. Yeah, because they were away <laughs> on their trip with friends. <laughs> uh, um, and so that's probably how she'll join the team is like she's going to want to find out who that guy's killer is, Rex's killer is. Um, but I get a feeling we're going to get a classic, oh, you legends killed him next week because like all Rex could get out was Time Traveler. Couldn't give any other clues like Yellow... Or something, you know? <laughs> Yellow, fast. <laughs> ETC. You know how it is. Uh, not uh, Tom Cavanaugh. But she would have known right away. Uh, but that was neat. Just I like having Reverse Flash in the mix. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. I think when the whole Legion of Doom kind of gets together uh, and starts doing more like team-based things, I think it'll be really interesting to see. Yeah, me too. I think it'll be a good uh, overall villain for them. And I think Reverse Flash, like, 
if he's like the leader or at least like sort of the one taking charge I, the most. I kind of hope we get sense. an explanation of what exactly they're trying to do. Like their plan. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant. Uh, for, I got thrown off for a second because I was just thinking. I want an explanation of how exactly Reverse Flash still exists. Because <laughs> um, I'm going to assume this is the Reverse Flash that sped off Barry's porch. I um, think so. Yeah. Like so. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I mean, it's obviously has something to do with time, but I just think Reverse Flash is like a sort of leader or organizer of it works because of the whole time travel thing. Yeah. And he's just way cooler than Damien Dark. Damien um, Dark. But I, I just think it's so cool in general, like, that we have uh, a Flash villain coming in to be a part of this main villain team that's made up of villains from all the shows and yeah. that like the show's not handholdy about it like i like that they reward us for watching all of them you know it's like oh, the yeah, exact absolutely. opposite of the new girl brooklyn 99 crossover or like people that whine about spoilers it's like i like instead of being punished for watching or not watching you're rewarded for it and it's just really cool it's basically like watching comics like anybody can pop over and we can make use of lore and characters and it's just really cool um and yeah. we're supposed to be getting snart in the legion of doom too so yeah be interesting I, I think to see I like that... when he gets plucked and how it's gonna affect mick yeah and the whole team in general really because i mean sarah got really close to to snart too during yeah. the course of season one, so seeing what exactly is going to happen between them once they meet a start that doesn't really remember anything that happened. So that'll be interesting, I think. Yeah, for sure. And, and for him as well, like to find, if assuming that they tell him to find out that he was a hero in a different timeline. Um,. Like, I'm just, I'm really curious how that all handles, too, and, like, whether we have really seen the last of our version of Snart. Um, maybe we'll have, like, a tale of two Snarts at one point, I don't know. <laughs> um, and I think I read that he comes in, like, at episode eight or, like, the mid-season finale time. So, oh, okay. that's what I, I could have be wrong i think that's malcolm's too so that might be when it's all happening so i'm not sure i might have mixed up things because there's a bunch of different things i randomly read so but yeah that's definitely i think gonna be one of the most interesting things yeah and i i think so i didn't even think about that so much with mick but i hope i get a feeling there'll be a bit of possible temptation of going back to the dark side but i feel like he's been through not only just too much but also the fact that it's not as simple as, like, Snart have just having died previously and him just continuing with the team, but, like, Snart is, like, I guess final wishes were to be a good member of that team, you know? Yeah. So so it would be, like, torn between Snart's two ideals at two different points of his life. So it's some really cool stuff on the horizon for this show. It's so exciting. It's like I keep seeing the preview for the Japan episode and I just see everyone like interacting and stuff. I'm just like, I wish the show was on more often. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's it's unfortunate it's less episodes than the other shows, but it's kind of understandable because of like the amount of cast they have mm -hmm. that were all like previously important and 
probably effects budget because they have a lot. I mean, all the shows have effects, but they have a lot of stuff to do. Right. Because like they have the ship and space stuff, and then they have like multiple characters that have very specific effect powers. Like with Arrow, a lot of it can be done just, you know, fight scenes straight up. But in Flash, the way we're leading, we're just going to have multiple characters with the same power. But like you have the Atom, and then you have Firestorm, and then you have like the fire and cold guns. And now Vixen's effects, which are really well done. They look really good. Which is simple, but it's just effective. Yeah. Just quickly reminded me of the Vixen and and uh, Ray had that classic you're just a man in a suit of armor Avengers scene. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's about it. I keep thinking there's another one after that just because there's so many superhero shows to talk about. But that finally... What even is Gotham? <laughs> <sighs> I, I, I'm not even watching. I'll just hear random things and I'm like, what's even going on? George told me the other day that there might be doing... I don't know if it was confirmed or just a rumor that they might do a romance between Penguin and Riddler. It's like, oh, what is happening? Okay. <laughs> uh, so... And, like, he sort of vaguely told me about the explanation of why Poison Ivy's hot now. Like, she wrapped herself up in plants and just did it. <laughs> you can't just do whatever you want, Gotham. <laughs> that is certainly a show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, now it's time for... Um, tweet tweet motherfucker yeah I guess so okay. <laughs> okay well I got two of them one of them is really quick and I'm only doing this one because I thought it was a funny one to answer because it could be answered quickly it's from David Martin that says name something that if you misplace it you would lose your damn mind my damn mind because <laughs> damn it exactly damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been stewing on that one for weeks <laughs> So, like, uh, son of a makes... bitch. Okay. The other one, which, despite the fact that I mentioned it last week and had meant to have been thinking about it not only all week, but today specifically, I forgot, which is an old comment uh, from Kieran Foster, which is, What are your top five favorite Sun Moon Pokemon or Generation 7? And he said previously, like, Oh, wait till there's more if you want to, because this was like back when there was maybe. 20 maybe less i think i don't know but there's more now there's all of them like 99.9 percent chance is all of them so um i'm looking at the list right now <laughs> on, let me see the list well i'm just looking at the cerebees because i couldn't find a picture quick enough like cerebees official ones you know and i'm just using them to remember the other ones because like an idiot i didn't save that picture i had last week I don't have names anyway, so you're like, what's your favorite? My favorite's the guy with the stuff. Um. Okay, well, in terms of, like, the Alolan forms, my favorite's easily Vulpix and Ninetales. Uh, I just think they're absolutely beautiful. I love them a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Sanctuary's a good runner-up. I dig them, too. 
Um, but overall, I think Vulpix kind of wins out for me uh, in terms of, well, Ninetales, really, but in terms of favorite Alolan form. I love uh, Marowak, too. He's pretty badass. Oh, yeah, Marowak is pretty cool. I think Ninetales is still my favorite, but yeah, he is cool. Um, in terms of the actual um, new Alola Pokemon, uh, Rowlet's final form is probably one of my favorite final forms for start in a long time i really like it classic <laughs> oliver queen uh the sun version of lycanroc i really like um wimpod's evolution <laughs> just <laughs> looks like a fucking badass uh i dig that one a lot um oranguru i really like he's cool and I still really wish the koala evolved. I really do. It, it seems weird that it doesn't. It could have been a really badass thing. Um, let's see. Like this is kind of. I, I feel like we should revisit this later down the line when everything has names and stuff. Like maybe after the game came out, and we get the chance to work with some of them. Oh, damn um, it! I forgot like, about ah. <laughs> What? Oh, <laughs> I honestly thought that you got interrupted by seeing something. Classic sandcastle. Um, I'm going to cheat and say the Rowlet family so I can essentially include Rowlet and Oliver Queen. And then his awkward third one gets, just gets in by default. I mean, he's fine, but he's not as like cool and adorable as the others. Um... Rockruff is just like an adorable dog that I just want to take home. And it's second Malia stage is amazing. Um, Charger Bug. Just <laughs> uh, <is> an awesome <laughs> box Pokemon bus. Uh, you know how it is. Um, I want to say Poplio just because he's really grown on me. Like his other forms or her other forms are too, but just like Poplio himself has really grown on me. Um... And I like Papu like, a lot now that I can hug him. His his plush is really adorable. He's got like these big eyes and this like huge little nose, which is his design. But like it just really comes forward when you have like a <laughs> physical version of it. Um, and I don't know that like this is just, like I said kind of a rough list, but I I really like that. Um, I'm trying to find hold on. I just like scroll past them because I'm not looking at like all of the leaked ones. I'm just looking at the official art ones. I need to like go in and find the giant image of him tomorrow i really like the the sil valley guy the uh, oh yeah chimera like the other one was okay but like in the second one's almost the same body wise but just i really like the way that he looks like with the lighter colors on everything and then the way his like head design is and everything it's just kind of cool so yeah that's kind of just like a rough one but i'll bring this question back maybe like a week or so after Sun and Moon comes out and we're more familiar with everything and have more time to think, but there's a lot of really cool Sun and Moon designs. Yeah. Like, it's going to be interesting picking a team. I'm still undecided on my starter. I think I'm going to end up picking Litten just because I usually go with Fire, but I think uh, Rowlet's going to be one that I actually like train to use on a team maybe. Like, that's what I keep thinking is, like, if I don't use this, I can use it later. But there's something special about using it as a starter 
that it just doesn't feel the same. Like, I've gone back and raised various starters later. Uh, like, because I always pick the water ones, and Populio stuff has grown on me. But, like, in the occasions I didn't, I would pick fire. But, like, the Oliver Queen line is just awesome. Like, I'm usually cooler on the grass ones, but... And, like, I really like Toracat's uh, line, too, or Litten's line, too, but I just still wish it was not bipedal. And well, then I also keep... I, th- I think but, if he ends up being firefighting, I'm just not going to pick him on principle. Yeah, I hope he's not firefighting. I hope the fire dark thing is true, or fire anything. Even if he's just fire, it's better than doing firefighting again. Um, and, you know, something else I was thinking is, like, like with last gen, I picked Froki, and I came kind of close to picking Chespin because I liked Chestnut so much when it came out. But then I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, play it in my second playthrough later down the line or when the third version comes out. And then, like, that never happened. So, like, X and Y is, like, the only generation where I've only played through it once before the next generation happened. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not like I'll never play it again, but it's just by the time the next gen rolls around, I've, like, used all the starters once, and it just feels weird to have having only used Froki. It's so... Like, I don't want that to happen with these guys. Like, I want to get another Sun and Moon playthrough in before Gen 8 happens. I'm curious to see how that'll go down. I mean, it's way too early to speculate about third versions, but just given how they changed their pattern these last two cycles, I'm very curious about that. Bottom line, Pokemon. (laughs) And now it's time for... Final thingies, MP3. Final thingies! N3P. Mm. I like how now it's time for crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> the caramel corn's really good, bro. Like like three distinct crunches. It was just funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, as usual, my usual spiel about the word usual, but I just keep sending in those questions and the O's and stuff. Like I said, we'll revisit the Pokemon one at some point just because I like talking about Pokemon. But yeah. That's it. You can't think of anything else to say? Nope. And then it just ends. I got a pee.